Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to Old School. Uh, Jank, Ben, Wayne Fetterman's here, everybody. Okay, so you've seen Wayne in approximately 1.5 million shows and movies. Uh, I'm only gonna read like a third of the, not okay. even a third of the list. Do uh, it. Curb your enthusiasm, yep. crashing Silicon Valley, transparent, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, the Larry Sanders show, X-Files, community, new girl, shameless, 40 year old virgin, step brothers, knocked up, legally blonde, 51st dates, funny people, <laughs> the house, goes on and on and on for pages and pages. But those are the highlights, uh, just so I don't want you to think like, oh, I'm burying something deep, those are definitely the highlights. Also uh, a number of uh, 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 commercials. Yes, that is true, right. that is true. Yeah. This is weird, there's a monitor right here with my face on it. That's yeah, a little that's, distracting. I, I think, yeah, it's meant to throw you off your game and see if you could you know, mm -hmm. still go, right? I think the- We like uh, to mess with people around here. All right. I think the wide shot is in focus. I think the, the tight shots are a little out of focus. Is that, okay, is that and we possible? do that on air. Yeah. All right, so uh, by the way, Wayne- A little <laughs> soft. Yeah. Also has a podcast called The History of Stand-Up. Yes, I do a podcast, but I do- uh, not to steal your thunder, I do an old school podcast where it's just people talking into a microphone. Uh, There's not a big television studio. There's yeah, not yeah. A, a 40 inch TV that I'm staring at. Yeah. Eight cameras here. <laughs> yeah, to, still photography. It's a what we used to call podcast. Yeah, well, you you have a podcast that's an actual podcast that makes feel people feel comfortable instead of going. Wait, here's your face. Look at it. We're in a giant studio used. and everybody's watching Wayne. I'm getting, Careful with what you say, Wayne. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. Yes, that is my. We've done two seasons of it. Whatever a season means in a podcast. It right? Absolutely For, nothing. It doesn't mean nothing, anything, right? Nothing. How I many episodes in a season? Yeah. We do saying. eight full episodes. Uh, so it's a full season. Right, full don't season. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and every every week? Full eight. <laughs> so, no, but seriously, seriously, Wayne, did anybody tell you, like, no, no, it's eight episodes a season? No, they didn't say anything. We <laughs> like, just said, so that's, that's our show. That's our show. And it's... Uh, Deep dive into what I've now, of all those things you've read, I've also done stand-up comedy my whole adult life, and now have become this sort of stand-up historian to the point where I'm teaching at USC. Yeah, I was gonna get to that next, yes. Yeah, I'm beating you to your own thing. Yeah, well, you're a bit of a renaissance man, I know you don't love that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave it. We it's actually, about it's it. not the renaissance part, it's a man part. That yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's. I want to because there's so, a lot of things about your career that I want to talk about. Okay, then we'll, sure. you know, obviously uh, do our rambles as we yeah, always do yeah, and yeah, stuff. And yeah. and by the way, brought to you by shoptyt.com. Progressives versus everybody wore a different version of this at the Y today. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I'm now a member at the YMCA. The uh, Young which, Men's which, Christian Association. Which one That's do right. you? Uh, you're not. I mean, you're you're Middle. one of them. You're a man. You're a man. Yes. You're not young. You're not Christian. No, but hey, I do a show called The Young Turks, and yeah. I'm not young. Right. So right. one out of two. When does it become the Turks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it well, has what point? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a birthday thing? And like they, well, you blow up the young? Yeah, maybe when we turn 20. Or <laughs> when we become an adult. Actually, that's going to happen. We're going to turn 18. 18. You're um, legal. February 14th of next year. So a couple months from now, we're gonna be uh, grown ups. How crazy, I know you wanna talk about me, but how crazy <laughs> that, that it's been 18 years. It, it's, it's mental. It's it is. almost it's as mental be. as Trump. Yeah. What was the restaurant we were in? Uh, Red Rocks, right? Oh Remember yeah, that yeah, that doesn't on, even on exist. Sunset, like Sunset yeah, it and it no. was there for yeah, a long time. A palm, because uh, that, that's where I used to live, right, and that's where right, we started the show. Right across from Book Soup, right? Sort yeah, of very oh, close there. to Book okay, Soup, yeah. Yeah. across the street from what used to be Tower Records. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, red, it's not called Red Rocks anymore. It's still there, but it's not called Red Rocks. But we were right. We're in a one bedroom apartment office on set. Ben would come into my uh, one bedroom, and we had the mics this is, this is and phenomenal, like, right? Yeah, yeah. That was that was seventeen. But we're, years ago. we were having a drink at Red Rocks, and Jenk had done one episode by himself, right? Um, uh, at four at like ABC Studios, something. Yeah, like that. in uh, in the Valley, you know how ABC has the radio. Yeah. Uh, is studio? there you have that tape and everything still? Uh, so buried somewhere in, in the storage. archives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. And I, I did the first one by myself, and it was it was okay. It wasn't bad for a radio show. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like it was taped. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was to submit to Sirius yeah, Satellite yeah. Radio to get on, but it was awkward. I, I don't, you know, because 
you know, Rush does it and a lot of the talk show hosts oh, do, do it, but it's super awkward to be like, hello everybody, how you doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Now let me tell you about the news of the day. And then like, okay, that's fine, you could start, you could even do the first mm-hmm. story. It's like when you get to that first transition where it's like, and next, I will be talking about something else to myself. It makes you have, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, respect from a professionalism yes. point of view. For Are you going to say the name? Yeah, for these guys I loathe, but yes, yes. but Rush Limbaugh, really good broadcaster. Would you say yeah. he's a genius? No, as no, a no. broadcaster. I mean, broadcast no, genius. I can't no, go that far. but he is. But that, <laughs> is there such a thing as a broadcast genius? Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Give me an example. He's going to say Letterman. Yeah, definitely Letterman, Howard. Oh, okay. oh, Howard, yeah. definitely Howard, Howard Stern. Howard yeah. Stern. Yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. no question. Yeah, um, yeah. And I would, and you know, look, I you can make an excellent case for Oprah, uh, because I'm not, I don't think I've ever watched a full Oprah episode because mm-hmm. it's not meant for me. It's I'm not in the demographic. It's not for me. I got a call. Um, <laughs> okay, but indisputably, man, does she strike a chord, right? I mean, no it question, that no resonated. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But on radio, like the-, the On radio, let's on I know radio. you yeah. immediately went to television. I'm talking right. about on radio outside of Howard. So I think, hmm. I mean, again, I, I, I'm not gonna use the word Genius. For, for Rush, because he's so destructive. But, right. but I am unbelievably impressed by that ability, and I'm spectacularly impressed by, I was always impressed by O'Reilly's ability too. Like oh, and, on his radio show, mostly on television. Yeah. But this sort of this um, uh, chance to um, to take a point, distill it right. in a way that appeals right. to his audience, and when he has a guest, to take what you just said mm-hmm. and then instantly use it against you yeah, in yeah, some yeah. malicious way. Like it was a that's a skill. You know? I agree. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. Look, I agree. It's it's. I just was wondering. Because I know you guys are on this political spectrum, right. like how much respect you would have for somebody who was maybe on the other end of that spectrum. No, where you, what you're going- Wait, hold on, let me do a quick impression. We'll do it live, we'll do it live. Is that close? Is that close? No. Okay, I'm not yeah, good at audition. Not as much. Not a good impression. Do you see impressions on there? Massively. Uh, on no, my paper? No, no. no, no you lack the anger. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Right, the, yeah. Yeah. Put a little bile into it, yeah, we'll do it right. live. We'll do it live. Uh, <laughs> um, I like your bachelor's version. Yeah, right. It's really funny. Seriously, like, so what, what you're going for, no, I'm not going to anyone outside of Howard and Radio. Okay, but what you're going for, I will give- Imus? Uh, no, no way. Okay. Uh, uh, but I'll, I'll give you O'Reilly on TV as mm-hmm. someone who I am fundamentally opposed to. Of course, to. you don't have to say it. Right, you of course, you. of course. Jeez. But but that I respect as a broadcaster because right. the, he was- Entertaining in an in a absurd way, and in fact, our soundboard that we had on radio and we still use every once in a while. Yeah, I used it uh, earlier today. Is filled with O'Reilly clips because, and I use a lot of his sayings. I use give it me, ironically. Give me a couple of them. Couple of them. Besides so, that, we'll do it live. Uh, oh, I I use it in my personal life too. Not buying it. Not so much. somebody <laughs> would. I have one also. I use in my personal life. Yeah, because just to finish the thought. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, he'd be, he- Not some, buying it. See, some, <laughs> see, there it is. So some it, liberal would come on, make an intelligent point about science or something, he'd be like, not buying it. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> mean? Not buying it. Right, right. right. No refuting. No, no refuting. refuting. No, no evidence. Just, just right. yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd get mad every once in a while, and he'd be like, uh, the, the smear merchants are coming oh, yeah, after right, me, right. and I'm going to be the cop that stops it. You'll have a camera up your nose. Uh, <laughs> like why, I don't know, right. but we're having fun. So let me just throw one thing in here, not so much a line that I that I use in my personal right. life, certainly. But he, uh, I, I imitate one thing from him or borrowed one yeah. thing for him, I'm which curious. was he has a cadence yeah. unlike anybody else. He will end one sentence and start the next right away without oh. a moment, like, and, and it is a, uh, it makes the audience. If you don't overuse it, it makes the it makes the audience stay alert. Love right. It, love so it. I I like to I do that. See, I do, why, can I give I, you my, my yeah, real, quick, real quickly? Is the I'll give you the last word. No, no I'm, yeah, I, I, and half the time he does. I'll give you the last word. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you the last word. It makes him seem so yeah, yeah, so generous. I'll give you the last word. Yeah. And, and and that's a person sweating and, and <laughs> right. uh, vilified already, on national television. Right, right. Say what? I'll give you the way last word. Right, right. <laughs> bleeding from their ear. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. perfect. And if they make and if they make it really, I, of course, I we had to watch it a lot in in covering yeah, O'Reilly yeah, in the yeah. old days. 
And oh God, it's so great that it was the old days and he's not on anymore. Right. Anyway, uh, but but if you made he's a got good a, point. He's got a podcast. Yeah, Oh yeah, that's going great. Uh, if if you made a good point when yeah. he gave you the last word, he wouldn't give you the last word. Oh, really? He'd come back and, and, and say something else. Oh, uh, right. If you made like a mediocre point because you're so discombobulated <laughs> by what just happened, right, right. you'd be like, okay, fine, that's it, you got the last word. I'm the fairest right. man in America. <laughs> you just like try to like storm the beaches or something, you're under fire. I'll yeah. give you the last word. I yeah. can't, I don't want to lift my head up. <laughs> because he'll do things like this. It's another <laughs> O'Reilly classic. I mean, look at this. Look at this conversation we're about having about O'Reilly yeah. and how it was like madness but kind of fun. And no, I like that you would even be able to acknowledge that. Well, I it's, thought he was really, that show, I've never heard him on the radio, but I thought that right. that, except when we'd find something hideous, he said, and we'd pull a clip. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the uh, I thought he was really a, a great broadcaster. I will say that he was oh, a great broadcaster. Wow, that's pretty um, good. And, and, uh, and, and to some extent, Hannity is also a very a skilled. But he's not on O'Reilly's level, is he? No, 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 no. not at all. Right, because no. why? He's not smart enough? He's not smart. Yeah, he's not he's smart not, enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of the same points again and again. But mm -hmm. Riley just had this, I mean, to be able to, you know, it's like a debating trick to be able to get into it. And then I always found that, like, I mean, he, because he won, on, for if you were just scoring by debating and leaving out the yeah. reality of the situation, uh -huh. he won like 85% of his debates. Right. He was better at it. Can I yeah. say something else that I thought was, I'm not gonna use the word genius, but close to genius, was naming his show exactly what it was. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, 100%. That was the yeah, greatest yeah. thing. No spin zone. <laughs> one, the one thing that doesn't happen here right. is uh, spinning <laughs> facts. Right. I will not allow that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at this nostalgia we're having about Bill O'Reilly. I love it. I love because it. Because he, another favorite of mine was when he was debating the atheist. And then he ended it with right. tides go in, tides go out. You can't explain that. <laughs> Actually, I can. So can literally every other oceanographer. They've studied it. It's, uh, yeah. it's, like, it's probably home, like in the first day. Yeah, yeah, but people at home were like, he got him. He got him. Right, right. Tides go in. Checkmate. Right? They go in and they go out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was always very impressed with him as a broadcaster. You know, I think of myself like as my. Would you say he was the, the best that Fox has ever had? Oh, I oh, think yeah, it's yeah, indisputable. Yeah, I think it's yeah. not even a question. It's not, Hannity's a dunderhead. I mean, he okay. does talk. Come voice. on, come on. Uh, so He's I, a colleague of yours. <laughs> right, 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 right. He's right. a colleague of so yours. So I remember listening to Hannity <laughs> on the radio literally 20 years ago because we, yeah. we were driving out here uh, right. to move to LA and then we right. wound up starting Young Turks shortly thereafter. And and I couldn't believe it because it, we were listening to him um, for longer stretches than I saw him on TV. Right. And he couldn't connect two thoughts together. It was like separate talking points that he would, you know, but without a bridge. Right. Right. But he wasn't moving to a different story. So he'd be like, you know, and that's why you have to shoot migrants at the border. And like I always say, uh, you know, we've got to do uh, uh, trade wars. And you're like, but wait, those. Those two things are right. not connected. They're not logically but, connected. But can we circle back? Am I allowed to circle? I don't give you yeah, the last yeah, yeah. word. Um, the, <laughs> it's a lamb. The, but you will admit that Rush is good on radio compared to Hannity. Nah, I, I won't admit any such thing. Really? <laughs> no. So look, so Imus was, I know people loved him. Uh, I hated him. Uh, not because of his politics. I didn't, like, I didn't, when I was listening to Imus, no, when well, I first said, of all, I was a Republican back then when I was listening to Imus. Really? Yeah, I don't even know this party. I know. I, I said, did I say that? I said Rush. No, no, I know. I'm getting oh, to okay, it. Okay, I'm right. sorry, sorry. Just like in terms of like the people that I'm supposed to respect that I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, just speak clearly. It's it's not cute, right? Like, okay. I, I don't know what you're saying. You keep mumbling. You never make a point. It's driving me crazy. So I hated Imus, uh, and then Rush. So like. It's almost like Oprah in the sense that I'm not in his demo. So when he said feminazi, even back when I was a Republican, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that's not funny. I mean, like, I'm waiting for you to be funny, but right. feminazi is insulting. I get that part. And I don't mind insulting people. I insulted people when I was a Republican. I insult people now when yeah. I'm a progressive. But you gotta be clever. And then he would do stupid things like this. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a fact. Oh, right. right? And I'm like, so what? Like anybody can fax you anything. I can right now fax you, mm -hmm. Rush Limbaugh's a jackass, and you'd say, oh, I have a fax. I'm like, that's not a thing. So it, I, I never got it, I never found it entertaining. Really? I get that he got monster ratings on the right. radio. I'm not saying that that didn't, of course it happened. Yeah. So he obviously spoke to some percentage of Americans 
and did it effectively. I just wasn't in that. So, demo. well, obviously, neither was I, but I'm going, so I'm going to rule. Oh, you um, are? Oh, yeah, okay, again, let's God. leave out the word genius. Uh, Rush is great. At, okay, okay, at let's leave out the word. Yeah, because yeah, Rush is great at that. I mean, to be able to talk and stay on point and not, I think it's and not say, um, and look at for what's next and stumble at any point. Right? And makes arguments. Right, and makes sense. I mean, again, yeah. it's a it's a deceitful argument. It's not honest. It's got all kinds of problems, but he didn't care. Right. It works for him. That's just turned two. Um, the uh, uh, so, but he was great. Uh, and then Letterman was not so much a great broadcaster. I think he was, but he, right. as you would know, like uh, mm -hmm. changed how comedy could be done on TV. Changed the whole nature of of what a late night show. Right, because be. he made fun of doing a late night show. Right, because he made fun of doing a late night <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was, but it to me, and it also that taught me yeah. that some of the things that I thought were funny, it was okay to think that was funny. You didn't need to ha appeal to everybody. You could just uh, appeal to like. You feel like he's the start of a niche. Broadcaster? Yeah, yeah, like the the kind of humor that I thought made me funny as a whenever I was watching 10, yeah. 12, 15, some of it before that. Uh -huh. That 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 he was like, oh, that is funny. Mm -hmm. He's doing it. People are laughing. It's it's like. It felt lame coming out of my mouth and okay. the other people. So I, so I think uh, that in that sense, I would call that. I think the show was genius, right? Right. You're talking uh, about the late night show, not it, the CBS show. I thought the CBS show was good, but by then the thing had wasn't the same. Right. You know, it wasn't, right. It, right. It, it worn he, off. The NBC show. Yeah. It, it wasn't niche so much as it wasn't super safe. Which you were not used to. Yeah, right, television. it was all the things that right. you now strive for. It felt authentic. It was weird. It was different. Right. It didn't. It didn't feel like if the same. If only old we show. had like a history. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone who teaches like the history of stand up. Well, this who is could the tell thing. Us if that's true. I will tell you something. I don't really go into that area. I don't but, do the so, history of late night. I don't. I mean, I, I, that comedians became late night. I'll do that, but I don't really. I try to keep it on stand up on the on, stage. Stand up as all, and so I, yes, we talk. I talk about the Leno and Letterman and that situation that happened in '92, and but not really outside of that monologue. He's now right, an it's interviewer. A it's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. And he was terrible as an interviewer until he that, became great. Like it took, but it took years. I thought. You, would you say the same with Conan? Uh, yeah, I thought Conan was terrible too, and then he became yeah, much, much, much. I mean, but it's 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 hard it. to be good at it, and then you, you know it turns out. You well, know, when I just did, when I was doing my research, what I found out that Carson wasn't great. I believe the first that. couple of years. I think both those guys have become better than Carson ever was. Although Carson, uh, as a broadcaster, I think we should acknowledge that that guy was a sensational broadcaster. Wayne's not buying it. You feel <laughs> like they are better. Hosts of better interview, better, better interviewers. I, I was leaving it to that. Here's a little look. Yeah. The weak part of the Carson show were the sketches, right? Yeah, Everyone definitely. will admit right. that. Yeah, Even sure. the, right. the, the people that wrote on the show were like, oh my God, he's doing this thing again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But I feel like interview. I feel like it's not even in the same league. But again, I'm. I might be too old school. I Wait, thought no, you think Carson is so much. Better I feel than like it's rest. not even a. It's not even a. It's not even fair to compare anyone to. What I Carson think that did. by the time it's because he was such a unique, weird individual. He wasn't even like a person. Like if you see that interview he did with uh, on uh, sixty minutes, he's just like this weird Zen guy. Like to be ate the same lunch every day. Just. Uh, yeah, he was troubled. They all yeah, were. They yeah, all. Yeah. You have to be. Right? I think that 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 <laughs> right that time. that late Letterman, <laughs> where the show at CBS was obviously lacked the uh, spontaneous magic that right. seemed to come out of the NBC show. Yeah. But by the time Let then Letterman started doing serious interviews, like questioning O'Reilly, like making O'Reilly mad, like challenging oh, yeah, him. Yeah, so yeah. that that's why, like, he just became a different. He, in that sense, he became a better broadcaster because. Uh, he had a voice, and then he used oh, okay, it, and I thought yeah. that was really great. And Carson never—it was not an era where you would ever have done. Something Outside like that. of early on, he did have Jim Garrison on the show. Did he? Yeah. Well, I'd like to see that. Yeah, um, so, I think there's just audio of that. So Wayne, uh, you mentioned troubled. This is the thing I come back to with comics all the time. Yeah, they seem deeply troubled, uh, and so come back I, to what all the time. I, the, the fact that comics are deeply comics, troubled. I yeah, mean, yeah, commas. I was like, I, you probably contextually, I probably <laughs> right. should have figured it out. Yeah, but I, yeah. I'm a much bigger fan of semicolons. Yeah, of course, of course. straight and narrow. You know what they mean? They speaking don't show of, up that much. But they're, speaking yeah. of which, when I took typing, it was ASDF JKL semicolon were the four home, the eight home keys. Yeah. Semicolon. Why would semicolon be so like whoever like, invented the quirky board or whatever? That seems. Like, I never more than. 
E? Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it should barely be on the typewriter, let be, alone one of the eight homes. It should be a shift, homes. yeah, it should yeah. not even. Like, like for semicolon, <laughs> like they hit a comma, get a pen, put a dot on top of it. Right? I mean, With, yeah. that, but more than a period, more than a, <laughs> right. it seemed impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. A, that's far too featured a role for. Hey, uh, I'm just going back to yeah, when I uh, learned typing. Yeah, I, my dad tried to get me to learn typing. It, it was not a success. Uh, so when you're on this, you just hunt. Oh, I'm one. I, two my, I learned from my dad. I mean, and learned from him. We all learned. I, mean, he, I my learned dad, it from you, Dad. My dad was super fast, but <laughs> I, he was, you know, that's yeah. all he ever saw. Life. But that's kind of not learning it from your dad, by the way. But right, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. why learning I the wrong way. Yeah. Learning the wrong. And you're way. also two finger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, it, interesting. I'm but, very fast though. Yeah, me too. No, you're not as fast as a real type. Oh no, I'm sure I'm not. I know, but, but I, it turns out I don't have to be. Yeah, like that's right. that has not impeded my no. life. I mean, yeah. would you count yourself then as a real typist? I mean, you know, myself, no, no. Right. But I wasn't, I wasn't great at it. But there was, I'm as fast as many people who have learned that, but aren't professional typists. And you feel like this, you haven't been tested. You just feel like just I've as, seen other people type. You know, you're not so, so great. Wayne, this is yeah. when you hit him with. Uh, uh, you know, not what I'm, buying it. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. feel like there's no standards. You've never because no. I actually at one point in my life signed up for a temporary service to make money before I can do anything, and I had to take a typing test. And you nailed it. No, I wasn't great, but it was enough to do the minimum, and then it's words per minute plus how many mistakes. But you are enough older than I am. It's probably, no, it was probably not very much, but that, that, that that typing the necessity to learn typing. Wait a minute, it wasn't word processing, it was like, that was like. The, it was just gone, there was no, there, there was I, no never, word I never had a pressure to learn it. No, okay. there were processes just like went away as a thing to okay, teach. Okay, okay. No, but my dad, even though I'm slightly younger than you, Ben, my dad had me go to a literal typing class. He did. On a typewriter, right? like in the summer, because he's like, you will never get anywhere if you do not know how to type really fast. I hope this is your dad, not the typing teacher. <laughs> It was my dad. Okay, okay, yes. thank God. Uh, okay, that would be an intense class. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything with my dad was super intense. Uh, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, I, I was telling somebody the other day. I hate uh, uh, in the brief tenure I had in corporate America. Yeah, I hated it partly because of the the weird thing that uh, like trauma that I suffered under my dad. I always thought somebody was looking over my shoulder, uh, and right. I hated it because my dad had this rule. He would burst into a room if you were working for him, and I started working for him when I was twelve doing construction. Right? And Did he have his? I just can you give me a little more background? I mean, I'm sure Ben's heard the yeah. story a million times. So obviously, immigrant from Turkey comes yeah, yeah. over, was a mechanical engineer, then decides he's uh, built his own business in Turkey, sold it, comes here, buys a building building in Eatontown, New Jersey, but it was the biggest building in Eatontown. Right. Okay, so I get it. Okay, so it, it, total the the prototypical twentieth century. American immigrant success. What story. year did he emigrate? Uh, we came in 1978. Yeah. Your family came in 1978? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I came in 78. I, December 30th, 1978. Yep. Uh, so I didn't speak any English uh, when I got here. I knew only three How words. How old were you? I was eight years old. That's I, pretty old. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> Thank you. This is an American success story, right? This is the American dream. Yeah. You know, Anna was born here, my co-host. Yeah, and now that's the one I did that other show with. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and she's from Reseda, but her family and her circle was so Armenian. She also did not speak English as her first language. Okay. She also learned it later in life when she started going to school. Right. So both of us didn't speak English when we uh, first grew up. And now, when you're both broadcast, nearly fluent, both of them. Right. Yeah, you're fluent. we made it. We you're made fluent. it. Barely. I mean, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, he would burst into rooms. Yeah. Ask Jack to, to say the the word <laughs> in the NFL, the kick that is worth three points. What's that word? Field goal. Right. Well, like, it's because he tried. I tried real hard. <laughs> yeah. You had yeah. trouble with that for yeah. years? Yes. Yeah. And I have trouble with V's sometimes. V's and W sometimes because oh, there's okay. no W in Turkish. Do not join the veterans of foreign war. <laughs> no, like you're going to get two of them every time yeah. you show your card. I know, no, no. Or you know what's super hard for me? Volkswagen. Oh, Volkswagen. No. Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not. A, it's not an easy word. I'm just yeah. going to start crying. <laughs> I'm very crying. So, anyways, he would burst into rooms, and so he had a rule. He's like, 
Yeah. One time you are slacking off, it is okay. You are right, human, right. it happens. Twice you're fired. You're <laughs> you are a lazy bum. I caught you. Okay. I love that, like, because he'd come over and he like so. It shows you the randomness of how we do things. Like we have yeah. a whole criminal justice system built around three strikes and you're right. out. Just because there's a sport right. that has three course, strikes, right. and so we have, like we send people to prison for their life. Like God, thank God. I mean, what if baseball was like, all right, the count is six and six. Right, right, right. Seven strikeouts, seven strikes, you're yeah, out. Yeah, they could even do like the NBA, you get six fouls. Right, that's right. So Jank, uh, Jank's dad, you didn't know from baseball. Right. So he was not like, he didn't give you three chances. Yellow card Just and red two. card. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Maybe yeah. that's where it came from. The, uh, yeah, yeah. My, uh, uh, when I was, uh, I grew up in D.C. And, and so the ball games, there's a baseball team in D.C. I go to Baltimore. Yeah. And, uh, and we'd park on the street because we were super cheap and we'd walk. Uh, like two or three blocks yeah, to Memorial Stadium. Of course. And we'd always, on I think Howard Street, whatever, we'd pass this uh, strip club, right? Yeah. And I was, you know, I never went in. It was hard Of course to not. No, no, neither did I. Right. No, but it, uh, this, this is actually true. I never went in. But it said. Yeah, me neither. Big, big, I don't even know what you're talking about, really. <laughs> Tell big, me. Strip steak? What is this? What is that? Uh, big yeah. neon letters on the, on the strip club. Yeah. It said, girls, girls. Oh, I see. Right. And I was always like, no, no, what? Come on! <laughs> there can't be girls, girls. It's got to be a third. It's got to be a third, third girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my brother-in-law uh, is working on his PhD. He went to London School. Right now? No, this is oh, back okay. in the day. Okay. So he's working, and he went to London School of Economics. Really brilliant guy. Right. Uh, and and my dad, and he's over at the summer. This is the same time I'm working in construction firm, etc. Right. And my dad says, "Oh, come! I have empty office space. You worked there all day. No problem. Okay." Right. So my brother-in-law thinks, oh, okay, I'm gonna have this office to myself, and he's doing that. And then he's thinking, because he's doing a PhD, right? And he put up his feet in the on the table and stuff. My dad bursts in the room, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, it's was- like a heart attack. And then he, my dad does it twice. And so two things happen, first of all, my dad's like, not working on PhD, uh, <laughs> not buying it. Okay, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're Riley, your brother. Totally. And my brother was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm so stressed. Right. I'm, like, I don't want the office space. I'm okay. I just can't have you bursting into the room anymore. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> that's how I grew up. Anyway, back to troubled comics. Yes. Is it true? I mean, I have that like because I know. A couple of, and by the way, is a comic or a comedian or like, does it matter? I, I mean, no, it doesn't really matter. I mean, there's some people make a distinction. I don't. I, don't. I object every time in a when it's a TCM. I will not use the phrase comic you'll, actor. You'll say, yeah, you know, what will you uh, say, comedic uh, actor? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, like for Jack Lemmon, com- comedy actor, comedy actor. Comedy oh, okay, actor. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. Comic actor, yeah. Comic actor doesn't sound. It doesn't yeah, sound. No, like, I agree you know. with that. It doesn't sound grown up. It doesn't sound grown up. It doesn't sound like you've ever laughed. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> that's interesting. Uh, so, the couple of comics I know are troubled. Uh, is that a thing? Or well, I just- think, I think there is a little to it. I think there is a little to because the whole idea of standing on stage, everyone facing you. Everyone laughing, you're the only one facing the other way. As they say, it sounds like a nightmare for most people. Like mm. that's the worst thing they would want to do. And right. so the idea that that would be your area of comfortness and where you get your approval and stuff, you would seem to you would need something. But look at Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, he's like right. middle class kid, grew up in Long Island. Maybe he didn't get enough parental attention at home, you know, because his parents <laughs> were working. But a pretty normal guy. And so, yeah, he and was, then you have Richard Pryor, who grew up in a brothel, you know. So it's, and his dad was a pimp. So it's, it, you have the whole range. So I don't know if it's more than, but I do think there is something, a little something to that. The uh, actually, you oh, sorry, Ben, to interrupt, but you, I just remembered you co-produced uh, the Zen Diaries right. of Gary Shandling, which yeah. I watched. You that did, was great. Oh, yes, that was great. yeah, great. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. So, uh, and he was troubled. Right, yeah, he was looking for, obviously, peace. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But he had a traumatic experience with his brother who died when he was a kid, and his parents, for whatever reason, decided to not talk about it. Like, that was the way, that, that's why it wasn't a problem, because they wouldn't talk about it, or address it, or let him attend the funeral. We're doing, so, a, we're doing a podcast uh, yeah. uh, for TCM on Peter Bogdanovich, which yeah. will be out sometime next year, and, uh, uh, and uh, Peter, 
w was born, you know, he's uh, mm -hmm. like 1939. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and his family had come over a couple years before he was born. I think he was conceived in the former Yugoslavia. Right. Um, and he was like, I don't know, six or seven years old. His father was a painter, very skilled painter and piano teacher to make money and painting, hopefully, you know, find some benefactor and buy the paintings. So he, uh, and at one point, Peter had, and his father painted him a lot, but then Peter sees a picture of a, another, he's like, Who, who's that? Who's that painting? And he's like, oh, that's your brother. And Peter's like, <laughs> what? He's like, what? He's like, yeah, he, he died uh, about a year before when he was one, uh, right before sort of you, got, we got pregnant with you and he died in Yugoslavia and we came over here to start a new life. And he was killed in a in a kitchen accident, and they never, they just never was never right, never right, discussed. Right. You know, when did he? How old was he when he found seven, it? Seven, something like that. Oh, you know, okay, yeah. you know, all right. Maybe eight, nine. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have some uh, stories about that. And but then he was like, someday I'm going to direct What's Up Doc. <laughs> someday I'm going to direct a farce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A throwback. Yeah, Brothers. totally. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so YouTube guys, we gotta let you go. tyt.com slash join for, to get the whole podcast and then watch it live when we do it on Tuesday nights. Uh, and Ke uh, next week, Kevin Smith's gonna be on. So uh, better than Wayne. Uh, no, bigger, but uh, bigger. No, uh, I'm gonna business. tell Kevin to his face, you are not better than Wayne. Oh okay. He's great. Uh, but he's, uh, so it, check that out, no question. I've been dying to ask you, uh, who the first stand-up ever was. We're gonna do that in a second. Yeah. But thank you guys for watching, we appreciate it. Like I said, make sure you join up, tyt.com slash join, get the whole thing. Let me ask Wayne a question about stand-up. <laughs> May I? Yeah. Thank you, finally. Um, <laughs> I, love, uh, I love the banter between yeah. you two guys. So, um, <laughs> I feel like I, I don't wanna call out any show or any writer. Yeah. I have tremendous uh, respect for comedy writers. Yeah. And, but I was having this conversation today with a, a, a fellow comedian, and oddly enough, I, I'd forgotten that you were coming on. Your name came up. Oh. Uh, I used you. I said, uh, "Why don't they get, you know, pay Wayne Fetterman?" And I was thinking of Patton's brother Matt. But yes. I said, "Patton, Matt's really funny." Uh, yes, he is. Uh, and I was like, "Just pay." So, I'm, why in these shows and movies that depict stand-up comedy as part mm -hmm. of the story? I would argue that there has never been a truly funny line, at least the ones I, in the fake standup. Oh, in the fake stand -up. Like in the fake, yeah, so I keep yeah. wondering, just hire right. Matt and Wayne and they'll right. make something. So wait, are or, you saying in Maisel's you haven't seen one funny line? All right, well that's the example, that's the most common example. No, I don't think, I think she is, uh -oh. Intoxicating and right. a star and br right. and maybe riveting. brilliant, yeah. riveting. Like yeah. she's, but the actual moments and when the guy doing Lenny Bruce was also really good, uh -huh. really good. But like, why don't they? The jokes are like, I mean, when I you go see, you know, I mean Seinfeld, Seinfeld, bad example. But when I saw Seinfeld, Larry Miller was there before Seinfeld. Right. right? Larry Miller was he was great, you know. Yeah. And so I thought, well, get Larry Miller. Like, what do you pay him three thousand dollars? You, you'll do it. You right, know, you come right. in for a day, write some jokes. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I just and I've seen it in a movie recently that I liked the movie, but I and still you don't. won't say the name. Of well, the I mean, I don't want to. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I don't want to. You know, I can't really speak to that because one of the the, the secrets of stand up, as a rule, is that it's a spontaneous art form. I don't yeah. want to use mm -hmm. the word art for entertainment. Form. No, I don't a, even want to use the word art. But, but it is, of course, it, it is. Those are artists. So, yeah. So the real, the secret sauce of the whole thing is that this is happening right now and the comic is almost basing how he says the next joke on how the reaction is to this joke. So there's a number of levels of Which that. Is so you, it's very hard to do on a soundstage. Right, and with a non-comedian, like, like. And with a non, with a paid audience of extras. Right, and so the show that yeah. to so me. a bing the, bang. The show you, you did yeah. got it right often. Like when I'd watch Crashing, which I'd love oh, on okay. HBO, but when. But Pete Holmes would say something, and you'd be like, "Well, Pete Holmes is a professional right, right, comedian, right, right, so right. yeah, of course he said something funny, you know." And Artie would say something funny, and then the other comedians that he would clearly use would often yeah, say yeah. something funny. But that strikes me as different than when you have an actor. But that's an interesting answer that getting an actor to get the idea of but even in Crashing, even with which a show you mm -hmm, loved, mm -hmm. uh, when we did our sets. It was still in front of extras. It was different. It wasn't a paid audience. It's just a different vibe. They weren't necessarily comedy fans that would want to go to the cellar. No, there were people that wanted to earn seventy-five dollars, and so they laughed. And sometimes it was spontaneous, 
and other times you had to do it again. And but it, the real crowd and the real the, the real, real thing, the real can, energy that's you created. Can, you can really feel it in the club when you go to a comedy club or a theater when you went to see Seinfeld. You yeah. can feel it. It's palpable. Totally. Yeah, and you can kind of feel it on these Netflix specials. I didn't want to go like, see Seinfeld. My wife sort of got the tickets, uh, and then as always, he opened with this, like, because it's L.A. and it was yeah. in Hollywood, and so half is coming from the West Side, and it's at eight o'clock. Was it Pantages? Was it was it? the Pantages, yeah. and you, so you're going across town. It takes an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. and you got to par all the things that I make fun of people in L.A. for saying. Of course, I experience right. also, right? right? And and he's like, I know how hard it is to go out, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look, <laughs> the show was great, but I've seen his specials. <laughs> I don't think he's uh, overrated as a the great. You know, he's the show's brilliant, but you know, as a stand-up, and then like seven minutes in, you're like. All right, this guy is the greatest stand-up comedian <laughs> yeah, who's ever lived. Um, and he, this, and to, I know you hesitate to use the word art. I get why, right? But like that guy is an artist. That oh, is, he is that a is, killer. He, yeah, unbelievable. He is yeah. an assassin. And I think a lot of, I hate to say it, when I talk to younger comedians, I don't think they appreciate oh, so what a crazy killer that guy. Why, why, he, do you, why, why, why do you think that? Like, because what is it style, about him? What? It, well, I don't want to speak for, you know, I mean, he's one of my idols, so I adore him, but he's, I think it's because a little of it, the rhythm of his jokes seems archaic to mm -hmm. younger comedians. And like, oh, this is an 80s comedian or right, something right, like right. that. The way that we sometimes, you Would know, think of if you saw like Alan King right, or right, you yeah. saw something, you'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. this is something great my parents might like. Right. Yeah, or, right. you know? yeah, 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 I get it, so, okay, that's And true. like, oh, these observational jokes are good, but I'm not learning anything about this guy. He's right. not revealing anything, which is like sort of the keystone of comedy today. Touchstone. I don't know if keystone is even a word. It's a stone. It's a stone. It, it's like the semicolon. I'm, this is my guess, this is my guess of why they don't. It's a Roger connect. Stone. Yeah. They don't connect, and I'm like, can you at all appreciate the ridiculous craft that's going into this? Yeah, the this craft and is the, so and good. It's, so talk and about, the joke. It's just the joke writing is so. It's ridiculous. It's on such a high level, and it's I, so, I very real, high level. Real quick, the the yeah. one thing you know because that's my guess. He doesn't work blue, right. except when you're. <laughs> when you're, you swear he did. Like it doesn't feel clean or safe. Right, right. And yet he never cursed. He never. He talked about sex, but he never got. Right, right. You know. And yet somehow it felt like, ooh, that was cutting edge and dangerous. It's really no, impressive. He's, he's, yeah. he's incredible. He's incredible. And uh, so, but that's. But that's. Here, can I say something else? That I feel like that's a little of the story of stand-up as well. As I go back and look at it, that it's a generational, art entertainment form. That it's like about what's now and here and kind of like what dating people are doing at that age. Yeah, I mean, we see it. You I see, think we so, see right? many, We see uh, many right. young men and we're like, really? Right? You know, I don't know if it's yeah. really, but it's you might no, not connect with it. No, I, I got it. I, yeah. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't like, think I'm cool for saying really. Like right. I. I you, you, you know, this the, Henny Youngman didn't go out there and think, man, I hope people in 2019 are still <laughs> laughing at what I said. He wanted yeah. to make those right. people well, in that audience laugh at that, that time, night. At, at that, that time. night. Yeah, yeah, it's right. the same thing because, you know, not connecting with it is saying really like the joke, take my wife, please. Yeah. Right. That killed back in the day. Now it's like, what? Right. <laughs> right? Wait, because no one uses the. No one uses the phrase "take my wife" as an expression, or like yeah. that. So it's already archaic before you get to the twist. Yeah, right. Yeah. So who is the first stand-up uh, comic? Well, it's ever? interesting because I just went. Uh, there's a comedian named Rich Scheidner who does this great show about the history of stand-up as well. He's he's a great comedian, and he and he did a show the other night. He he makes the case that it's this gentleman called Artemis Ward, and I'm not going to argue with him. But Artemis Ward is what I call one of the four forefathers of modern stand-up. And those guys, in order of birth, are Artemis Ward, Mark Twain, who came mm. a couple, year, couple years younger than him. Just, they were born in like the 1830s or something. And then Burt Williams and Will Rogers. Those four guys sort of like, oh, you can do comedy, you can tour, you can be in front of audiences. Just being funny can make you money. Yes, you yeah, yeah, play. yeah. There's there actually a profession uh, around it. I mean, obviously, I assume court jesters got paid. I don't know exactly right. how that all went. Well, I don't know if they were with the yeah. William Morris office or how it actually <laughs> they got booked. Yeah, I never thought about court jesters, and and I always uh, uh, never ever thought about it. Not once. Uh, they, right now, this is the first time you're in the words, or what? Yeah, uh, take my court jester, please. Uh, so no, I I 
I didn't think of them as stand-up comics, obviously. For I guess in the back of my head, I assume court jesters just did slapstick, like falling down, right. making an ass of yourself. So I, that's a form of comedy, right? But okay. I didn't they, picture they said them stuff too, right? They yeah, were, they I, were, I, and I think that in the movies they say snide comments that make people laugh, but pisses off the king. Right, right, that's right. Do but you, you don't want to piss off the gang too much because then that's right. right. That's right. So it's it was not a like you job. get canceled; you're permanently canceled from life. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, but in a sense, like, but now that we're talking it through, I get that it's actually one so of the oldest professions. We don't know. We don't. We, there, we don't really know. But Artemis Ward was a really interesting guy, and he did tour. And Lincoln, you know, Lincoln saw a show and would in Washington, and then would sneak him into the White House and. You just basically. Why do you, you think you was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and definitely. No, he needed some time to like shoot this <laughs> with some excuse my language, but yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, well, after what I said. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's. But to me, of the modern comics, before we even get to Lenny Bruce, is there was a guy named Frank Fay who was this terrible oh, yeah, right, guy. Yeah. Oh, he was a terrible guy. Oh yeah, he was like anti-Semitic and yeah. uh, supposedly a sympathizer of Nazis and stuff like that. Just a that really, Frank but. Sort of created, think about the Marx Brothers, okay? Just think about those archetypes. You got the Italian guy, you got the Irish guy, Harpo, and then you got German slash Jewish guy, which was uh, Groucho, okay? So that was basically what comedy was in vaudeville. You would have Irish comedians, you'd have, you know, different ethnic groups. And then Frank Vey was like, oh, I'm gonna put on a suit, I'm gonna be like a smart aleck New Yorker, I'm gonna MC the show, there's not gonna be a crazy flower and a big hat, a big bow tie, or any of the things that would say, hey, I'm a comic, I'm a comedian. And that's, and Bob Hope saw him, and then Bob Hope was like, oh, you can do it like this. And then Jack Benny came out of that and that. So that's sort of like the smart aleck guy on stage. Does that okay, make any so sense? So 100%, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly the answer and, I was and, looking and, for. Can Frank I just follow Fay, up real Frank quick? Frank Fay would be that guy. Frank Faye, he was married to Barbara Stanwyck for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So right, Frank yeah. Faye was the one that Bob Hope saw. Yes. Okay, yes. got it. And he made and some movies. Yes, yeah, yeah yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, going back to Mark Twain, yeah, was he just reading his books that were funny? And no, people, no, no, no. Or was he actually doing jokes? See, I mean, obviously, there's no recordings of these lectures that he would give, but they were these hilarious speeches that he would all over the world, and that was like how you, at the time, you were known as. Like if you went to England and were able to entertain over there, because we were still very Euro envious about mm -hmm. the arts, you know. And so, so yeah, he would go over there and toured and made a lot of money. But he was also, you know, there was newspaper columns that those guys wrote. I would have been, a, I would have done it. I would have been a disaster in the 19th century because the, <laughs> the degree of planning. I hate planning. And, oh yeah, and like, yeah, and yeah. so I mean, like, so you got to. We'd like to bring Mark Twain over to to do a <laughs> tour many? here of England, like. Okay, well, he'll be here in six months, you know? Like, no, no he, way, like a year and a half. Like, how yeah. do you, you gotta send a letter, letter right? That's gotta hope get, that he gets hope it. that he gets it, and then uh, respond. Get a deposit. Right, get it, and then he's gonna need the fare. <laughs> how do you pay for the fare? And then he's gotta take a, a boat <laughs> that takes, like, what, I don't know, four months, you know? Right. No, I like If it doesn't idea. sink, right. you know? Right, how did anyone tour? How did anyone but, get, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it must have taken like a quarter of their life. Right. Yeah. 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 So they did, and they went to not only there to like France and Australia and yeah, going to Australia. And oh, I, no, that's if I'm it. not mistaken, I that's think, years. Yeah, I think Will Rogers, who you know him as probably as a political comedian, do you ever do any specials about that? About no. oh, guys, you should look into it. Really interesting because he was kind of the first one who was like, oh, I can make fun of Wilson and then Roosevelt and Hoover and stuff like that. Like yeah, he was, he, was a, a, he was a political comedian. Yes, he yeah. was the first one to kind of, in a very gentle way, but, yeah. you know, we have the best Congress money can buy, those kind of things. Just, you know, very right, bipartisan-y. Right, right. He's the one that said uh, about the, that's right, about the Democrats. Yes, uh, no organized party. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Democrat, that's right. Right, right, I right. don't belong to any organized party, I'm a Democrat. Right, so, and he, yeah, and he, he uh, did the park where George Michael had this sex in the bathroom and, and he got caught. I don't think oh. that's Will Rogers State Park. No, yeah. no they, it's in Beverly Hills. Suddenly, I'm an expert on homosexual. <laughs> right, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Of course, he didn't build a park, but it's named. I think it no, is. No, he named does have a state park. He has a state park, yeah. but it's yeah. out. It's out. It's on the PCH. Yeah. No, he was a huge. I mean, oh, maybe right. Yeah. And his story is incredible, Will Rogers, because he's born in Indian Territory. 
what became Oklahoma. So uh-huh. he is an Indian. He's yeah. half Indian. So like he has that. He, and it's just a great st- And then he became famous doing what was then known as Wild West shows. Like the oh, Wild okay. West. Because can I just say, yeah. for 85% of my life, I thought Will Rogers was Roy Rogers. Like yeah. I know that You're Roy Rogers is a different person, right? But like whenever anybody said Will Rogers, I pictured a cowboy hat. And well, I you're not far off. You're not far off. So he did have a wrong, but you're not far off. Right, but he did have a cowboy hat. Will Rogers definitely wore a cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah. Point. So oh, okay, you're not good. far off. I was you're accidentally not... kind of right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Roy Rogers perhaps never said anything truly funny. It's possible. <laughs> Will Rogers. Yeah. Roy Rogers. No, oh, Roy, Roy Rogers. Will Rogers stuff like holds up. Like when you read it much kind of, of, it some, kind of it yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you'll find like Twain. But there's an amazing clip of him with Roosevelt making fun of it, and it's like, oh, this is just a funny guy getting laughs, and everyone's laughing around him. It's just, it's very modern what he was doing. But you know, these in the 19th. So this is before there's even nightclubs, and you know, the, to speak of where Lenny Bruce and all of those guys are happening. It touched this part. This sensibility about America touched my family because oh. uh, the. The, in the 19th century and before, but our first full century in America was the 19th century. And like the stage was, if you wanted to be taken seriously, that's where you made your living. If you were an actor on the stage, if you were a playwright, and that is- It's called legitimate. It, legitimate. Yeah. If you were a comedian, if you were even a comic actor, oh man, you said comedy it. actor. If you were a comedy actor, you know, the, 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 uh, that world, into the 20th century, into movies, would roll their eyes at you. And it was not a legitimate way to make uh, a living. That's how my, or not an honorable way to make a living. What years are we talking about here? I mean, into the into the, into the talkies to some extent, but oh, certainly see. throughout the 19th century that if right. you thought you were being funny, they were like, well, that's not serious, right, serious. Right. And so, and my grandfather, Herman, who was a, at times, like the, a couple of times, a couple of years, the highest paid screenwriter in Hollywood, Lived until 1953. By the way, my uncle Don, funny, he died. Uh, Herman died. I think March 3rd or March 1st, in 1953, the same day as Joseph Stalin, prompting my uncle Don to say to my father, "Well, we split a doubleheader." <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so, but Herman, his whole life was ashamed of how he made a living and always thought. You know, really? this is a yeah. This 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 silly popular art form. It's nonsense. It's not. It's insubstantial. If I the motion pictures, motion pictures. I would it, you know. And the uh, uh, honorable way to earn a living is to go back and be a theater critic or write oh, plays. Really? Yeah. Even then? Even then? Until I mean, I don't know if till the Come day on. he died, but even after. Come you know, on, even the heyday of the '40s in Hollywood. You know, with, uh, Citizen but, but Kane wait, felt. I'm surprised that you're surprised by that. I am so, surprised. Okay, first of all, not, Joe, not, Joe, not in the 1910s. Joe, I Joe, Joe felt it too, and Joe was, really? you know, my uncle Joe was wildly successful. Yeah. No, it happens in every generation. So, uh, yeah, you know, I I saw a movie where they sh- mm-hmm. show that, etc., and they think, oh, what <laughs> doing movies? How embarrassing! Not a real theater actor. Then TV comes along, and the movie actors do the same thing. Oh, ooh, you had to sync the TV, yeah, right? Yeah, that's now true. that seems absurd. What do you mean, like Netflix, HBO, best shows on the planet? Uh, Game of Thrones is spectacular as anything they could be, but. Like I remember when Alec Baldwin started doing TV, and people were like, "Ooh, bit, bit of a Tough, step down." Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess his movie career is over, right? And that's in our lifetimes. And then it's it's right now too. Like when we started doing Young Turks, I don't mean it for like yeah. I just using it as an example. Right? They're like, "Oh, poor guys are online." I'm like, "What are you talking about? We're all over the world, yeah. right? Right now in Australia, nobody can get CBS." But they get the Young Turks, and they're like, okay, like, whatever gets you through the night, buddy. Right, right, they think right. you're trying to justify it. With yeah, that's yeah. right, right. <laughs> it's absurd, grandiose statement. Yeah. Oh, we're bigger than CBS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, yeah by the way, right. that's a, very adorable. Good, good for you, that's right. good yeah, for you. That's right, it's adorable, right? That's but by hilarious. the way, but I also thought that yeah. for, it, like, I, I had a sense that, Online video was going to beat TV, and you and did. Yeah, I did. And he so did. He did. I was a true believer, etc. But I remember the day that somebody uh, back then it must have been emailed that emailed yeah. us and said, "Oh, you guys are amazing," and it somehow was a reference to how they don't get any American television in Netherlands or wherever it was. So they thought we were 
among the top, like it was CNN uh, and the Young Turks that were the two biggest like cable shows in America, news shows in America, because that's all they saw. Right, they didn't know Dan Rather. They didn't know any of that. Look, can I? Just, I know you're not going to like what I'm going to say, but I feel like your vision and what you did here is such an example of the American dream that I I, I feel like it's self-evident. You couldn't even speak English, and now people in foreign countries see your show as a representative. Of when are you going to get to the part that he doesn't like? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> how dare you, do, sir? No, but I, all right, well, I just. Jake, right, you're uh, an inspiration. You've created something great. No, no, uh, no Every no. immigrant should follow in your footsteps. No, you uh, know what I'm saying. I'm but sorry. I feel, I, feel, yeah. I feel like a lot of yeah. times, I, without getting political, because I don't want to go there, that I feel like a lot of my buddies on the left are like, don't talk about the American dream. That's racist to even bring it up. That's <laughs> even racist. You've never, oh, you no. don't know what goes on in colleges. You don't know what goes on in colleges. The, even say that because that implies bootstrap pulling. What is the word for it? Bootstrap pulling, right? Yeah, is that the word? Yeah. So uh, right. pulling yourself up. Imply, by yeah, yeah. That yes. that everyone has the same chance and exceptionalism, and this is a great place, and they don't want to hear any of that. No, no. So Am I wrong about that? A little bit. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. No, no. You're totally wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so Wayne, it, it's uh, so look. Uh, there's definitely bit. huge like. Misunderstandings between the left and right. There's purposeful, like there's things we understand each other on yeah. and and justifiably hate each other about. Okay, right, right, right. but then there are plenty of giant swaths of misunderstandings. So, uh, for example, on this show, I talk about how uh, I, I love America and I right. love the American ideals, including the American dream. Right. And so I say the right wing doesn't own that. We own that. Okay. So we live up to those ideals, and we want America to live up to those ideals. Like so that. now. Now, I get that some other portions of the left wing go, yeah, no, but America has such a bad past, et cetera. And I, for me on the left, I go, yeah, of course it does. Right. Like, it'd be preposterous to say it doesn't. You shouldn't cover it up. That doesn't mean that it's not nuanced and has both great parts and terrible okay, parts. But I'm, and, yeah, all right. My, right. I think my point is that I fe that was just my feeling. As someone yeah. who's not on the left or the right, I think yeah. Ben and I have talked about this a little bit. But yeah. Uh, but anyway, just I just wanted to say that. Yeah, well, yeah, no, we, you. we but, but, but you no. know, we, we, uh, Jenk and I have been, uh, uh, we've spent a lot of time talking about, you know, uh, the, you know, political. Patton Oswald, I think, yeah. said like, hey man, eighty nine percent of political correctness is just means like recognizing that other people have had different experiences, learning about things you didn't know, yeah. understanding that everybody has a different perspective, and then eleven percent is effing madness, you know, and, right, right, and yeah. and and the. Those who use that as sort of a cudgel against the left, like you're talking about the 11%. Right. Everybody, no one should get anybody. You should be able to go to a college campus and deliver your speech, right? Right, right. And and comedians should be free to make most jokes. Obviously, not every joke, but most, and right. they should have artistic freedom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, but yeah. okay. Yeah, it, I get, right. I get Bill Maher makes a, a, yeah. a mountain out of a molehill, but the molehill is correct. Like, so when he reads those tweets as he did last week, and we yeah. talked about it earlier did, okay. this week in the show, when he reads the tweets about like uh, I hate myself for being white and yeah, stuff, yeah. you're like, oh, don't, that's absurd. That's right, absurd. Ridiculous, right. right? So of course you shouldn't say stupid shit like I hate myself for being white, right? right. And so, so when I see like people are just like. That whole story about King Tut, did you cover that? No, what was that one? Do you know that song, King Tut, by Steve, Steve Martin? Martin? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was a young yeah, man, yeah, he never yeah, thought yeah. he'd see people stand in line to see the boy king. Oh, my God, all right. <laughs> Funky Tut. Thing. Yeah, well, there was a, they were, it was shown in a class at a school, and the kids walked out, and the teacher almost got fired because it was cultural appropriation, and they felt like it yeah, was yeah, worse yeah, than yeah. blackface, yeah. That, that to watch a guy trying to be an Egyptian, a white guy, and all of that. So and that they couldn't believe anyone could ever laugh at it, let alone not be completely offended by it. So again, that's 11%. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that, right, I'm right, learning, I'm learning, I'm yeah, learning. Yeah, I, I think that's 11%, but uh, on the, not on the other hand. No, no. <laughs> Don't laugh at it. No, Don't I'm not. Laugh I'm at not it. Do I'm not, not I'm laugh not. at it. No, no, but here, I'll, I'll show you that we also have a line. All three of us have a line. Yeah, it just yeah. might be in a different place, yeah, yeah, and partly yeah, yeah. because of what you were saying earlier, uh -huh. Wayne, which is people, it's, they don't understand it generationally. It's a different right, context, right, right. et cetera. So, for example, for us, when you see Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's, no, well, so, right. and and he's playing the Asian that's, character, that's, right. in the, that's in the eighty nine percent. 
Yeah, like that that's was like, yeah. And, and it wasn't back then, it was bad back then, but they didn't know it was that bad back then. Not, what, right. it, Some I people just, I don't know if you, I agree that it was bad back then. I don't well, think, I haven't seen reviews of that movie from that time that were like, and then there, there was this over the top racist portrayal no, no, in no, the middle no, of no, this no, movie. They didn't think it was bad back then in, in, in terms of the popular culture, right? but for Asians, they probably thought it was bad. Right, 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 right. right. Of you course. see what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah. No, that yes. Yeah. Every No, I don't uh, every no, Asian? No, no, right. no, I'm sure there's evidence yeah. for every, like me That's and the a typing. Crazy question. I yeah. think No, there was a study. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just yeah. I would be curious. I mean, now I think that was part of what Bill Maher was I can't believe we're talking about was talking about that you can't be more offended than the person that's being a you Defense. actually can though. So oh. I, I see, and it, just like we talked about yeah. on the Young Turks with Anna, I said, like, no, I see a hundred percent what he's saying. Like the people who are mad at Andrew Yang right. for not being offended, get off his dick. Okay, You're, he's allowed to not be offended. Right. So, like when I watched Jesus. Hanna Barbera back when I was a kid, and uh, and and one of the characters, if you remember, had a fez. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I wasn't offended. You weren't. Not at all. And it, so the it fez- might, I do feel like it's a generational thing that we talked about earlier. Because yeah. did you see Hari's documentary about um, uh, what's the character on The Simpsons? The oh, Abu. All of what everything about Abu or yeah, yeah I didn't see Abu 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 yeah, and uh, it was very interesting because his parents weren't offended, but uh-huh. he was, and he also had to grow up with kids making fun of him and calling him a poo and stuff like see, that. That's why Wayne, it's so it's and that's why it's so. I think it's a super interesting topic. So because, do I. Because my uh, one of my best friends growing up was yeah. Sujay. He was Indian. Yeah. And we would uh, drive to Philly together. We would take summer class there. We lived in Jersey, so it was a long drive, hour, uh-huh. hour and fifteen minutes. And we'd listen to Howard in the morning. We both loved Howard. When Howard got to Indian accents, he'd shut it off because that's just not funny. Oh, really? <laughs> and I'm okay, like, okay. no, actually, Sujay was still pretty funny. Okay. Right. right. And 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 I, when he. When Robin would be reading the news, and he would, so I nominally grew up Muslim, right? Yeah. But he would get to like, uh, she'd say, and uh, Mohammed nevers, and, he, and Howard would go guilty, right? Right, right? And I thought that was hilarious. Right, right, I, right. I thought it was totally funny, not at all offended by it, right? But, but, it, de- but it depends on the context, right? Yeah, yeah. If Trump makes the same joke, not funny, okay? Interesting. Because he actually is malicious about it. Like Howard is clearly making a joke. I just remember this one comic at the Laugh Factory after 9-11, maybe a year after, yeah. and doing jokes about Muslims and yeah. Afghans and stuff, killed it. I was on the ground laughing right. my ass off, right? It's, but it depends, are you being malicious? Uh, are you, sure. you know, I know, but I feel like we're in the time now where it's not about the intent anymore. It's literally about the word. Pull the word out and I think I think that- Am the, I wrong about that? I think, I mean, I think it's, that's too easy too. a way to dismiss it. Like that, there is a line, you know. There is a line. It's a, you know, and so to me that the Mickey Rooney crossed it, you know. And and by Gosh, the way, Blake you, Edwards. You have no idea. First of all, yeah, Blake Edwards Blake? and Mickey and Ricky Rooney they apologized. But why it. does Blake Edwards never get brought up? No, well, I mean he doesn't. I mean he does. I live in a world where Blake Edwards comes up a lot. No, I mean he, for that. Oh yeah, well he had he. They both apologized. They, they both did? were like yeah yeah. It was that was a. It was See, a. I actually but, think, so I I'm think, not sure. Are you Rooney familiar? Should, so look, I get why Mickey Rooney apologizes, but I'm I'm not sure that I would have asked Mickey Rooney to apologize oh. because I get like I am uncomfortable when I watch it, but I'm watching it in the year 2019, right? right. right? And so I know that when he did it, or I think that he when was he trying did to be it, funny. he was he did not do it with malice. And now it still hurt Asian Americans back then, right? So the result was bad, and so he's being a decent human being by apologizing for the hurt he might have caused. But I don't think he intended. I don't think anybody involved in that movie intended to cause harm. It just seems discordant to us now, going because we're a little bit more aware. You know, they call it woke, and then they make fun of it, but it just means a more aware. Hey, we're aware that Asians might not like it when you do buck teeth and you know and have a white guy making fun of them as if they're not also, by the way, not intelligent, which is hilarious, mm-hmm. right? Etc. So we're aware of that, so we shouldn't do that anymore. Okay, that makes sense. That's the eighty-nine percent of don't be a dick. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, Wayne, you're not wrong that there is that eleven percent. Okay. So yeah. And yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. like that eleven percent is being magnified to make to it to one hundred and ten percent. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think that's, that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's nuanced. Uh, that's nuanced. Yeah. 100%. But that said, uh, uh, you know, college kids are—they don't like—they're not—they need to relax. 
I yeah, teach college yeah, kids. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I mean, if, and if, how if, is? I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble and stuff. Right. But, uh, do you find them to be particularly sensitive? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're mm-hmm. very sensitive, and they don't like even Chappelle's last special. They were yeah. like, right. yeah. No, yeah, well, so it's nuanced. And yeah, and Chappelle went as far, I mean, that's as far as you can kind of go these days. Yeah, so Chappelle, I watched the last special. You did? Yeah, I didn't love it because it wasn't that funny. Like, okay. And, and so I don't mind the topic, except that comedians are now starting to beat it to death. Like, let's get new material, guys. Okay. I get it, your butt hurt over, and I'm not allowed to say that, so that's wrong, <laughs> etc. But you're hurt that people don't like those kind of jokes anymore. But read the goddamn crowd. On the other hand, Ricky Gervais did the same material a couple of years before that right. and killed it. Right. Like, I thought his stand-up was excellent, and people hate Ricky Gervais now, and they and so it's okay. It's an now. interesting look. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's subjective. What's it's funny? It's subjective. Yeah, what is funny? The only part I didn't find it offensive. But I let me say, in defense of the kids that I teach, I think they're super smart. Yeah, probably smarter than I was at that age, and they're very they're sensitive and. Well, I don't want to say anything on a class. No, no, wait, uh, wait about them. But they're very they're beautiful kids. They're beautiful kids who are just like. I get it now. Don't want to riff on com, you know. And I'm like, guys, this is comedy. We sometimes have to right. riff out things. And see, that's why I love doing old school because we yeah. get to actually talk things through. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think I figured it out. Yeah. So because you put those two things together, right. And it it made sense to me. So I, I often say the first part of what you said: kids these days are how old right. are we? Kids right, these right, days, right, but anyway, right. are way smarter than us. What I mean by that is not that they have a higher IQ. That's absurd. We're all Homo sapiens, right? But that they know more than us because right. they live in a in the Google era where they can look everything up. I mean, you and I had to go to a library, and if we wanted to see an old article, we had to go microfiche, right? I and even did microfilm. Do you even know what that is? No, see, that's yeah. where you would be on a roll. Yeah, yeah. So you are you're too yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, no, I had the rolls, but I, we the had the button. That would speed it up. Oh, I, and slow I thought it the down. microfiche was the individual plates, the individual. That you would sheets, put it under a sheet, sheet yeah. but then oh. you could speed oh, then it up. And, and so, okay. yeah. Anyway, and you know how many people looked up things on microfiche? Like 1%. Right, right. Right. Like I guess that's when I was the 1%. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can pick and, the wrong 1%. Pick the yeah. wrong one. So close, man. So close. But as it turns out, I know, right? I wish we'd all Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> um, if, if, but what makes them more knowledgeable than us yeah. is also what's making them more sensitive because they are aware of more things. So back in the day when Mickey Rooney did the Asian stuff, right. He wasn't even aware. I'm guessing, but I, it's a pretty you know hearty guess right. that he wasn't even aware that that was offensive to Asians. I, thought he th- I assumed and, that he and Blake Edwards thought they were killing it. Yeah, this of is course. going to be the funniest I'm, thing when they cut up the stairs to that shot. Ben, your movie guy. Uh, you thought it was funny? No, no, no. They, they, they well again. Okay, Rooney, Rooney would have thought that it was. Oh funny. yeah, I mean, I yeah, but I mean, thinking it was funny is no, not it, thinking it was funny. Thought it was hilarious. It right. would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's yeah. I mean, yes, but that's of course not always the defense. Like I think that again, it's nineteen sixty-eight. It wasn't nineteen sixty. Oh, sixty-two. Sixty-two. Right, yeah. right, right, right. It wasn't nineteen forty-two. Right, right, like. Like a, a joke that wildly marginalizes uh, a character of a race that we seldom see in mainstream movies. Like, that's just not cool. Right. Like, it's not, you know, it, it, again, I, there, I've seen plenty of movies that right. marginalized Asian characters. Right. Uh, you know, everything during the war and the po- uh, certainly leading up to the war, the post war period. I don't know. It's pretty seen- hideous. But, have it's, you seen any of Dr. Seuss's drawings from that time? Are they? Are they? It's pretty interesting. Yeah, they're. Uh, but he so, had a kind of a Tito caricature that he would use. Well, for. you know, I, I took a class. Uh, my seminar, my big course in college, was the American Home Front, World War II. So oh. it was three and a half hours once a week, right? And we, the United States of America, distributed propaganda pamphlets to every American soldier fighting in the Pacific Theater, and in parts of the United States that had significant Asian populations, right. so out here and, and Hawaii, and um, and it said, and forgive me for repeating the title, but it said, how to tell a Jap from a Chinaman. And, and then, because we were fighting the Japanese, right. their 
uh, eyes are uh, pulled tighter in a more sinister fashion. There was something about the the webbed foot of the Japanese. Mm -hmm. And then 10 years after the war, it's like how to tell a Chinaman from a Jap. The Chinese are sinister with their communist right, ways right, as right, opposed right. to our Japanese friends. Oh, I see. Like, and we, yeah. and you know, and we're the beacon of democracy. It was an amazing thing to learn. So I would say if that movie had come out in 1950, yeah, it would still be wrong, but I don't think anybody would have had to apologize. So right. I think we just crossed some line. I think I'm not an expert on that movie, but my feeling is that at the time they weren't apologizing, that it was only no, no, years later. That's right. And I would yeah, like to know yeah, what yeah, year. I totally agree with that. What year, I'm just curious, just as just curious, curious what year they you're not going to look this up, are sure, you? Sure, of course. Please yeah, don't. How hard. Please. So uh, anyway. <laughs> oh my God, this is the one time we can actually speak as people in the thing. What? And that, okay, now it's. <laughs> huh? Anyway, the one so, time. but to finish the thought, so that's why since they're aware of more things, that's why they become more sensitive. They realize, hey, you know I, what? I, I don't know if I totally agree with that but argument. Like, hey, you know what? Maybe that's offensive to an Egyptian person when he does the King right, Pep right. Thing. Maybe he might be. Yeah. Yeah. And all, in the old days, they wouldn't have been aware of that at all. They but wouldn't to even the thought point of it. Of walking out of a class and saying it's the no, equivalent of blackface. Yeah. Uh, no, so really, and that Steve fact, Martin is I, a racist I, for doing that. Yeah. So uh, again, the, I know we're talking about the eleven percent. Mickey yeah, right? New York Times, 1961. Uh, Mickey Rooney's bucktooth myopic Japanese is broadly exotic. 61. Um, that 61. Yeah. So wait, I thought the movie came out in 62. You said I said 62. I'm wrong. Whatever. It's 60. It happens. Okay. I'm I, again. I'm a TCM host. I got First it wrong of all, twice. I said 60. before we continue. I just want to luxuriate in you being wrong. Sure. Secondly, <laughs> you were the king of like numbers and dates yeah. and things. I feel like you have almost an encyclopedia. I do. Memory I'm really good. I'm a better at a year than a title. But how does this hurt? Does it is it inside? Is there a pain? Is there a shoulder <laughs> thing? I was of how course does... thinking of the 1962 Oscars celebrating the year 1960. <laughs> I just got it wrong. Back off. Um, so uh, I, I'm wrong all the time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm wrong all the time. Some review, uh, but the Hollywood Reporter, Mickey Rooney gives his customary all. Uh, to the part of a Japanese photographer, but the role is a character, a caricature and will be offensive to many. Oh, so uh, wrong. So yeah. it was at the uh, time. Uh, in Variety, Mickey Rooney's participation as a much harassed upstairs Japanese photographer adds an unnecessarily incongruous note to the proceedings. Um, All right, that's just a comedic. That's just that's about the comedic tone of it, not yeah. anything about the racism. No, I suppose not. Right. Well, yeah. Um, it's incongruous to this. Oh, this kind of. Tragic yeah. story of this right, but I feel like that guy might the have been trying to say he might have been trying to say it's offensive. But I don't. We don't even write that way right, in nineteen right, okay, okay. in nineteen sixty one. So it looks like uh, 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 in anyway, it wouldn't have been till the nineties that there was any apology at a bare minimum. So that's thirty years later, and I think the movie did come out in sixty. I'm not, I might be wrong about that, but maybe. Yeah, maybe sixty-one. We can find it. You can easily look at sixty-one. 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 Okay. okay. Uh, for the podcast, folks. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we gotta let you go. Uh, Tyt.com/slash/join uh, for the rest of the conversation. Thank you, guys. Super appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a Tyt member today. You'll love it. Join now at Tyt.com/slash/join.